to hello welcome to welcome to a podcast die hard <laughs> number 53 number 53 all right yeah let's say that samurai sure. action movies <laughs> samurai action movies yeah like this is this is our last asian action august movie yep. in september in september, in september. <laughs> because that's how we roll that's what happens when you're busy. Oh, freaking life sucks ass. I'm telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit. We can just hang out and watch movies and play video games and like get fat and die. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah, but Where's no, you know, I, I screwed up. I, just, I really should have watched Sword of the Beast first before Blade of the Immortal. Um, yeah, because it's definitely slower as far as action kind of goes. Um, there was a better plot. There really was a better plot in Sword of the Beast than Sword of the Immortal. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Um, you know, he was protecting yeah. that gold. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it was in it was in '65. So what we've been talking about before is like basically this type of movie basically inspired the Shaw Brothers Kung Fu movies, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the soundtrack in that movie. It's fantastic. The sword, sword of the beast. Sword of the beast soundtrack was really good because it's it's all that kind of like old school. There's it's sort of unobtrusive, but it highlights like whatever's going on. You know, like it's that whole whenever something bad happens to the the hero, it's like da da da. You know, and there's a lot of xylophone. I, I noticed. I was like, there's, there should be more xylophone in movie soundtracks today. I one hundred because you hear that do 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 do. I was like, ah, oh, the xylophone is such a unused. Uh, resource anymore yeah and it really helps it really helps um put the emotion put you into the into the moment is the xylophone and that <laughs> yes. uh, but really the whole that whole soundtrack was fantastic it was very definitely very asian but that's okay yeah 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 the play of the moral soundtrack was pretty basic but then <laughs> they get to the credits where it was like this weird like metal pop song like Asian yeah. pop song or something it's like what? i don't know what's that what is that where did that come from um that movie's that, that movie's great it's really long i mean his movies are takashi Mike. the movies are always kind of long but that's like one of my favorite action movies of the past few years he for gets, sure he gets away with it because this movie guys if you're into action this movie <laughs> definitely's got action like i mean it starts out with a huge slaughter of many, many men, and it just goes from there. Like it keeps on. I, I, that's what I was thinking when I was watching Sword of the Beast, because they'd have like a little action, and then they'd go into like maybe fifteen minutes of plot, and everybody's mm-hmm. scheming and and doing their thing. Whereas in Blade of the Immortal, it's like okay, he's there's a big battle, and then he talks for like thirty five seconds to the little girl, and then there's another <laughs> big battle, and you know, like even the plot is given to you while they're killing each other. Yeah, the plot's pretty basic. It's like um. Well, it starts out like in a black and white sequence where like he's defending his, his uh, was it his sister, his sister, yeah, his real his real sister, and then like, he gets killed basically by by killing a bunch of other dudes, but then this weird white this weird old lady in the white comes along and makes him immortal. Yeah, this demon like, puts like, she puts bloodworms in him. Bloodworms, that's right. And so he lives like forever. So he's he's basically like you know like Wolverine, but like samurai style. He is absolutely like Wolverine. I, just, <laughs> I, love, I love the part. How many times did he get his arms cut off? Like 
I think at oh, least yeah. five, maybe six times that they cut his hand or arm off. Like that was just it was like his thing. Was he wasn't really all that good of a swordsman, but you could cut his hand off and stab him eight times, and he would still like fuck you up. So it's like you're like, okay, is that all you got or what? You know. And the one time he cut his own hand off, and then and then and then sat there and waited for it to like bond with his arm again so he could kill the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there. He's sitting there cussing like, "Come on, worms, fix me up, worms! I just cut my own hand off." <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've had that. That movie was a lot of, of fun, and <clears throat> you know, from a fan of classic films, I did like Sword of the Beast, but I should have watched it first because I knew it was short. And I like I think I would have been able to focus a little bit more on it because I'm like okay yeah. I'm waiting for like somebody to get two of his arms <clears throat> and his uh, legs cut off and then still be like fighting. I mean, Sword of the Beast was still for the time it was pretty violent. I thought too. Yeah, like, for 1965, it was really violent. And it used like freeze frames at the beginning, which was fucking crazy, and like narration, like by like this like. No, but like this no, like this bodiless narration, like yeah, which well, I thought was just like for sixty five. I'm like, what? The, what the fuck is going on? When's that used yeah. ever? Like that's that was really fucking cool. Well, I thought it was kind of cool, but I thought it was also weird because that bodiless narration basically gives you the plot, and I thought, okay, there's the plot. I'm gonna he's gonna start killing people, but then it gives you a bunch more plot. Like it's like, okay, now he's got to meet the chick. Oh, uh, and I love in the very beginning of that how. You know, uh, he's like running for his life, and this chick just shows up, and she's like, "Hey, you're probably gonna die anyway, so you might as well get some." And I'm immediately like, "It's a trap, dude! Don't do it!" And he's like, "I'm doing it, man. That's a good <laughs> argument." <laughs> well, I kept thinking about him the entire time. I was like, "He's like James Bond, because because even when like the ladies were like trying to murder him, he's still gonna have sex with them." Yeah, <laughs> like, even when like he- later on too, like later on in the. Uh, in the pond, the other lady's like, "Oh, you saw me kill that dude, so let's let's make up." And then she tries to kill him. Yeah, but he's basically like, "Ah, oh, he throws away the knife." And he's like, "But he's still like has sex with him." Yeah, basically. he's still like, "I'm yeah. sure. The one part where the chick, the, the dude's like in a coma, and they're like, "Is she like he's gonna live?" And he, they're like, "I don't know." And she's like, "I got this," and starts stripping down naked. I'm like, yeah, "This right. is amazing." Our Japanese healthcare is second to none. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, she needs he needs a woman's warm body, yeah. and she says, "Take your clothes off." And she's like, "Everybody leave." And everybody's everybody like, get "All out. right." Like, okay. I would love to hear the explanation after that too. Like, was like, well, he's dead now. Yeah. What happened? Well, you know, I mean, well, yeah. uh, if you'll notice, there's a smile on his face. <laughs> That's he's, right. he's leaving a pretty corpse. <laughs> he still has a giant boner, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> His heart's not working anymore, but that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I loved in sort of the immortal because it went from uh, like my friend walked in and he's like, "Oh, is that that little girl from Chocolate?" And I'm like, "No, she's definitely not the little girl from Chocolate." <laughs> Because uh, she couldn't fight for shit, which was kind of charming in her way. Because she was still willing to, like, every time somebody rolled up, she was like, "Yeah, I'll pull a sword on this dude." <laughs> I know she's like, "I'll go chase this guy down." I don't yeah, care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm terrible. I fucking care you. <clears throat> and another thing is, freaking educate the Japanese take education very seriously. Because the overall plot to this movie is that. The one guy runs a school and he goes around and kills all the other like sh- samurai schools because he wants the contract with the shogun. And it's like 
man, I mean, isn't there room enough to have like a couple of freaking schools? <laughs> yeah, it's like he he wants to teach that there is no teaching type of thing almost. Yeah. You like know, he's like no, there is no style you just kill, like you just win right and that you know you don't have to use samurai swords you can use an axe or whatever you want uh, but you know i the whole time i'm thinking well couldn't you just have like one school charge one amount of money and one school charge another amount of money and it's like no no we have to slaughter <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of men over this issue <laughs> we also though went back to basically like why he killed the little girl's Grandfather uh, father was father. because 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 he like his his grandfather like was killed by her, her grandfather, grandfather or something, mm-hmm. and that's a totally and good reason to fucking kill somebody right there. <laughs> if your grandfather or great grandfather in the dude's case, you know that you probably never met or like you know you knew him yes. when you were like nine and he gave you cool Christmas presents. Okay, even if he gave you cool Christmas presents when you were a child, it's not a good reason to go murder his nemesis's grandson. It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> what if he hands out Werther's originals too though I mean that's a that might okay. be a killing okay. that might maybe, be a killing offense maybe if he came every time he came over <laughs> he had a pocket full of candy that's a different story it'd be like look man I'd kill a motherfucker I'd kill a motherfucker for I that I had a bunch of candy on Christmas <laughs> then I didn't have a bunch of candy on Christmas and that's your grandfather's fault so I'm now gonna freaking kill you and all of your loved ones <laughs> and the grandfather who killed the, the candy grandfather like starts carrying candy around too so yeah. it's just even worse it's even worse yeah <laughs> those are my worthers god damn it mm. Those are my hard chewable candies. That tastes like sh- that tastes like shit. Yeah. Oh, you don't. That's like, my taffy. You don't like, you don't like Werther's <laughs> originals? That's good shit, man. Nah, that's that's fine. That's that's usually like the, the gold standard though. But you usually get like the cheap candy too, like the taffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like the ocean tastes like nothing. The ocean sea can't taffy that everybody always buys for some reason, but nobody likes. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew for a while. Yeah, it's like you buy the, the bag of the, the thing of taffy because when you first go down, you're like, well, that's what you do. And then you eat it, and you're like, why does everybody buy yeah, this why? shit? And everybody still does. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Because they, they used ocean water in it. Well, so fucking what? <laughs> it tastes like it. <laughs> Don't yeah. eat it. Yeah, if I'm going for something <laughs> ocean water, then I'll have like a tuna steak or something. Thanks. <laughs> But I mean, back to sort of the beast, though. Like I was watching it too. It's it was like a really cool. If I about it, it was like a really good like crime movie almost. Because right. a lot of like du- double crosses and just like there these like a, a lot of and a lot of like scheming. I mean, there was so much scheming going on. And yeah, like, I was like, wait a minute, is this another dude scheming? But yeah, because the guys who were like 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 who was doing the gold like were like like mining for gold painting for gold they were like the couple the wife and husband were like working for like the clan but they were like working for like a secret part of the clan or like against like against the clan even though they're part of the clan yeah it was a little hard to follow the samurai politics we're talking about a samurai a clan of samurai not (laughs) yes yes just wanted to clarify that because uh yeah (laughs) it was very like it was really it's really progressive and racist at the same time it was really (laughs) right quite the movie but yeah, no, the the politics involved in that movie was hard. And I and that's something that I feel like would probably be a lot more flowing if we understood Japanese. Like I think a lot of that probably got lost in translation. Yeah, definitely. Cuz I was I was following it for a while, but then like they started like 
some i mean sadly some of the dudes like started blurring together and yeah. so, like some of the some of the ladies yeah some of the ladies it was like i thought there was only like the two ladies the one like chasing the the beast basically and then like the lady up in the the gold thing but then i think somebody else showed up kind of right I thought there was like a third one somewhere in there. And I'm with you on this because there was a character in there that I couldn't tell if it was two different characters because they were always wearing different clothing and they would they didn't have much screen time. No, I know exactly what you're saying, and I couldn't. I I don't know. I don't know, dude. I was kind of at a loss. I think the one, the one that like there's one that gets raped. Yeah, and I think I think she was the one who was technically chasing our main guy. Right. Because she, but she, because after she was raped, she like put herself together because he was like, oh, that's a true samurai's wife. Yeah. And decor, and this and that is like, which was pretty fucking hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty messed up, actually, now that I'm thinking about it again. That kind of, they're like, whatever. She takes it and then she just goes right back to freaking being Stepford wife. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I, but it was almost like, it was really close to like almost the exploitation picture, too. Because if, if it was like a modern movie, basically with like crime and stuff yeah it would have been like like it would have been like rapey it was very rapey it was very like double crossy it was very like everybody was questionable and like there was like a, a flashback to stuff and you see bits and pieces and then you see the real thing so it had all those elements which are like if you modernize it would be like a pretty a pretty pretty great uh, start to a movie for sure sure and i can see that movie being remade pretty well um, you know, it almost had an assault on pre six seventeen vibe, and when you think about it, or, or uh, you know, what other movie I was thinking when I was watching it was that uh, was it Straw Dogs? Was that the old Dustin Hoffman mm. movie where he's holed up in the house and kills everybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I some of those elements like too. Yeah, those, I kind of felt like those movies <clears throat> and this one were similar. I mean, not really. I might have been a little bit of a stretch, but I, I sort of was like, hey, this kind of reminds me of Straw Dogs. Yeah, it was kind. Of, it was kind of like that because in Straw Dogs, like they take the wife and they rape her. Yeah, and and they're basically like, "Oh, what are you gonna do about it?" And like the guy was like, basically was like, "And in this one, they're basically like, we're gonna kill your wife if you don't give us your, your the gold." And he's like, "I'm not giving you my gold. You can have her." <laughs> yeah, take it. So and it's kind of like the Straw Dogs thing too, where it's like she gets raped and she's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" And he's like, "I don't," you know. Dustin Hoffman's like, "I don't." Know. Uh... Well, well, and plus in Straw Dogs, it's questionable whether she liked it. Yeah, that's kind of thing too. Because yeah. <laughs> that that was a really weird rape scene right there. It was creepy as shit. And like he was like, you know, he was like, yeah. That, that one we there's a lot more to unpack in that one than than we have time for today. Yeah, for you're sure. probably right. You're probably right. I probably opened a whole can of worms. <laughs> that movie has some really really questionable and like just like crazy stuff going on, which is yeah, amazing, amazing. But like, but yeah, maybe not not in this. We should talk more about all the severed body parts in freaking Blade of the Immortal because that was sweet. Well, it was, it was based on a manga, which I don't know anything about, but. But the the bad guys look like fucking anime characters. They sure like. do. They sure do. <laughs> the haircuts and the, the yeah. design and all of that looks like it could be straight out of a freaking manga for sure. I thought that for the one dude had the, like the perfect Dragon Ball Z like uh, spiky hair was amazing. I, yeah, that dude was cool. And then he took the mask off, and I was waiting for something like to be like missing. But, like he just looked like a like a pretty little man. Well, and you know, I was, <laughs> I was kind of disappointed because. You kind of got a sense that that first guy that he fought was somebody supernatural because he had the heads that were still alive. Like he had the girl's mother's head on his shoulder. 
Yes. And she was like looking at him. I was like, oh, that is ultimately creepy. This is going to be awesome. He's going to like sword fight a bunch of supernatural demons. But that was the only one that sort of had that supernatural feel. Like he fights the other guy later who can't be killed. Um, But yeah, like really, it sort of goes back down to just him killing armies of people at a time, which I'm cool with that. That's okay. Yeah. That's like what both, both, both movies had like the same. They honestly had the, almost the same uh, like background. The the main character had the same background because they both killed like an official yeah. on the word of another official and then got framed for it basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like basically they, were made the fall guy. And I believe so they basically they both have the, basically the same backstory, which I thought was kind of cool and interesting. Yeah, and you know I believe Shogun Assassin kind of has that same story where, um, the well in that one the Shogun like actually becomes afraid of him. But I'm pretty sure he gets set up too. Like it's not like he just says, "Oh, I'm going to kill this guy." Like they send him to kill somebody, and then the shogun says, "Oh, that's not the guy you were supposed to kill," and sends people after him. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if that's like a like a template, and then the, like the basically the the lone the Ronin off on his own, like and having to take care of somebody like a like a like a like a baby, like in Lone Wolf and Cub, or like right. you know, like the the sister, or like you know, I mean. This little girl, whatever, whose yeah. whose father was killed. Yeah, and he was like, "I'm not gonna die until this little girl is avenged." That was pretty. Sweet. Which I, which I thought was cool too, because he never like they they do some of like the flying through the air stuff, some yeah. of the wire stuff, yeah. but he never does. He never does that. No, but some of the other co- I noticed that because they they use it very sparsely, but so so much yeah. so that it kind of like shocks you when they do it. But it was pretty. I thought it was a pretty cool effect. But also the guy. <laughs> the main guy, which, which his name was uh, uh, Manji. Uh-huh. Or Manji, whatever. But he would just pull out weapons from his little kimono, like like nobody's business. Like, where is he? Where are the, these weapons it coming from? It was awesome, too, because he would pull out like, <laughs> some huge, like a big eight-foot pole arm that he had somehow hidden in his robes. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where is that coming from? Which is like, another thing was like, you, when you think about it, you're like, I don't I don't know how that's working, but it's like I don't fucking care. Like he's yeah. just—it doesn't matter. He's murdering. It doesn't matter. He's murdering it was dudes. awesome. He was murdering so many people, and I love that. And you know, I I like that you sympathized with the villain in that too. You know, the guy that was she was vowing revenge on because she did all the shit at the end. You kind of are like, oh man, because he gets betrayed too. Like they tell him, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get the contract. You're gonna be the new teacher, and then the old yeah. guy says oh i'm just kidding but he feels bad enough about it to kill himself which is i thought the honorable thing to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the best is like at the end there when they're surrounded in blades when then our main guy comes back kind of to defend the, the little girl and she's like he's like and he's like and the little girl is basically like teamed up with like the one she's trying to kill yeah against all this army and she, he's like what are you doing like are you defending this guy who i'm supposed to kill like she's and he's basically like, who am I supposed to kill? And she's like, whoever tries to kill me. She's like, he's like, all right. All right <laughs> just like, I'm down. Down, just like murders everybody. Starts killing so many people. I love the part where he's <laughs> so this whole time he's fighting this army. So is the other guy. Yes. And uh, he's fighting this army. And there's this old dude that's just like sitting there, like eating rice while he's like while everybody's fighting. And you're like, oh man, you know he's freaking fueling up for some whoop ass. Yes. And so after everybody's dead, he's like, okay, I'll bring the guns in now. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then he gets cut in half. Did you oh, that, that? Part was so amazing. Well, see, I was actually saving that for the very end of the podcast because it was the most epically cool thing that's happened in a movie in a long time. But we'll go ahead and bring it up. The dude is fighting him, and he gets cut in half, right? And most normal guys get a case of the cut in half, and they're done. Yeah. Not this dude. It's great. Like you don't think he's cut in half at first. You think, oh, he just fell down and he's crawling towards his sword because he crawls over to his sword and picks it up. And he's like ready to keep fighting, and then it like zooms back, and it's only half a dude, and he's still like, I don't, I don't need the lower half of my body anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I will still murder you. Yeah. Don't let the fact that the freaking from my stomach down is eighteen feet away from me, I'm still gonna win this. <laughs> he's like he's like the Black Knight in Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's come over great, here. There's a great no. part of Black Knight Holy Grail part. The freaking one, uh, the one immortal cuts both of the hero's arms off and so he's laying there up against the pole oh and he stabs him through the the, the back real hard with a spear so he's laying yeah. there stabbed through with a spear with both of his arms cut off and the little girl like fights the dude off and he runs away he's like why did you do that i was just waiting for him to let his guard down <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like dude you're literally pinned to a tree with no arms i think she was right to step in <laughs> It was like the, the yeah when when he finally kills that guy he's like he like stabs him with like the poison that he has yeah. to like kill the the the, the bloodworms, and you just see from behind the tree you just like he gets stabbed you see from from behind the tree you see his arms and legs just go yeah. just like fall off. <laughs> or how about when the guy falls over the cliff and hits the like hits the waterfall in a big huge <laughs> bloody explosion? That was he just amazing. explodes. Yeah, so the, guys, explodes. the guy's like hanging from the cliff, and you know, of course, he's cussing at the good guy, and the good guy's like, whatever, and cuts the freaking vine he's holding on to, and he falls down this waterfall and just explodes into blood. Like, there's no body anymore. It's just a huge blood explosion. It's amazing. He just like goes over a cliff and hits a rock, and he's like, it's just like, it was yeah, amazing. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, see, like now, I, honestly, I'm gonna have to say we're gonna have to drop the podcast kind of early because I really don't know where to go from the, the like. I was saving the blood explosion off the waterfall <laughs> and the guy getting cut in half for the finale because like it was that good. It really like if you're gonna watch the, the movie's two and a half hours long, it's worth it because of a guy get like stuff like that it's not a two and a half hour long movie it's like an hour and a half movie that just happens to be two and a half hours because it goes so fast yeah like i'm saying like i was, I was trying to look it up too like in the last couple of years like what other action movies have come out that have been impressive especially i think i've talked about this before and specifically like american movies right and there's like nothing that really comes close anymore like that i don't sucks. know it's, yeah it's just kind of like a downtime for like action movies, I think, for like people don't for really, Americans. They don't really put asses in theaters because the action movie now is the superhero movie. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I haven't I haven't seen it, but I, I hear Fallout is 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 pretty pretty, pretty great. Decent. Yeah, I mean, but I haven't seen Skyscraper, it. Skyscraper, the Rock's version of Skyscraper is definitely not going to be reinvigorating the genre anytime soon. I don't think. Like, I'm I'm just trying to think of a modern action movie that I've seen in the the theaters and it was like meh i mean fury road is probably the last one that was like a kind of like more of our mainstream type of movie i think mm-hmm. fury road's probably like the best one right. for sure i don't think i've seen that one mad max oh yeah yeah i did see that okay yeah that was pretty yeah, yeah. Good. that was pretty yeah good. i like that one of course like... it's a remake of a good 1982 because that's the road warrior 
movie, which is was also a really good movie action movie. Yeah, well, it's not like a remake, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's not really a remake because that's it's only <laughs> like vaguely, vaguely similar. <clears throat> yeah, but that one, that one, I think is is probably the better best action movie as well. Yeah, it's it's close to. I mean, it's I guess it's American, but like it's made by an Australian. <laughs> like, <laughs> so only kind of counts. He made it in the United States, though. It's a it's an LA film, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and that's what I was thinking too. It's like, yeah, it's like when you watch Blade the Immortal. I wish more people talked about Blade the Immortal because, like, I don't know. Like, there's, there's always like a like we watch a bunch of these movies, and most of them are okay, for sure. Yeah. But modern action movies are they're kind of like I watch a lot of them, and most of them are kind of terrible. Like, yeah. like uh, and not, not sure not why. Terrible, like, not terrible in a fun way, like Demolition High either. You know, they, they don't. They don't have enough goodness to cross over into. They're like uh, Escape Plan into, Two. Yeah, <laughs> to like you know, to like where you're actually having fun watching it because it's so terrible. It's like just, just not terrible enough to be fucking just not watchable, and that's that's yeah. the real crime there. Like Escape Plan Two is like it's it's like I get it's low budget, but like I feel like there's so much more you can do with stuff and just kind of like embrace what you're doing yeah and a lot, a lot of people just want more, more make slick movies instead of just making good movies right <laughs> when they could be just having fun with it and then everybody has fun yeah so cool i i had a, a request i don't think it was a request by anybody that actually listens to the podcast but still a request is there's a movie awesome. called magic and monsters with tom hanks um, it's like his first movie. 80s, yeah, and it was like the big D&D satanic panic scare. And like, I was just talking about what brought that up, what reminded me of it was... Oh, we he, he, Paul's saying we have to do Ratatouille as uh, our podcast. Ratatouille? So, Ratatouille. I've, I've never seen it. Paul says that's unforgivable. It's the best Pixar movie ever made. That's quite. I mean, I that's. I mean, I love Ratatouille. Um, do you see? And so. I've never seen it, so maybe we should do. We'll do Ratatouille, and then I'll have to watch it for next week. <laughs> you want to do Ratatouille and Magical Monsters and together? Magic and Monsters. That sounds perfect. That sounds about as far as we can get. <laughs> uh, you know, well, somebody. I was talking about how some uh, some of the movies that we like doing are so. It's because they're so bad that they're really funny. And somebody said, "Oh, you've got to see this Magic and Monsters movie with Tom Hanks. That it's hilarious, and that it's funny that." Uh, to, you know tom hanks is actually pretty good in it like as an actor yeah. but that the plot and the freaking everybody else is just like totally terrible so i was like that sounds like that'd be fun to watch you should watch that and watch the dungeons and dragons movie which dungeon was there was an actual the dungeons and dragons movie yeah it was made uh a few years ago but the jeremy irons is in it <laughs> oh no doubt yeah, I might have yes. to try and squeeze that in too then because that sounds pretty cool. Um, so, okay. So for next week, we've got Ratatouille, uh, Magic, Magic okay. and Monsters, and Dungeons and Dragons. I like it. All right. Awesome. All right, cool. So, and um, go see Blade of Immortal. It's really, it's worth it. It's fun as hell. And it's, on, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. And then we watched Sword of the Beast on Filmstruck. Filmstruck, yeah. Uh, two weeks free. Right. So yeah, cool. All right. Well, we will um, see you guys next week. Peace.